Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, Alexander. Hello, Alexander. Hello, Alexander. Hello, Alexander. Alexander. Keep going, keep going. Higher, higher. Hello, Alexander. Come on, all right. Keep going, keep going. Let's reach the let's reach the giddy heights. There we go. What a way to Hello, kick things Alexander, off. Alexander. All right, yeah. Hello, Alexander. Hello, Alexander. Someone's back on the turtle juice. Yeah. Thank God it's not the uh, heroin that you take. Hey, it keeps me keeps me calm. Keeps me young. It's, it's the you know it's, the, it's my calm and steady juice. I call it. Keeps me young. Hey, um, have you ever watched? Have you ever watched uh, uh, Love Island? Uh, was that is that with um, Tom Hanks? Yeah, it is. Where he doesn't he, he he makes love to a netball or something? <laughs> Car- oh, it's Castaway. I can tell you're joking. However, we have a buddy of mine coming on the podcast today. Um, Olivia Atwood, a legend, big big, uh, big star from yeah, icon Love Island. She's and from Love Ver- Island. Various other shows, right? Yeah, but I think she did Love Island many years ago, uh, and she's done other TV stuff. She does documentaries now, and she's just been on the ju- in the jungle, and she. Didn't finish it because she had to leave. There was like a medical thing, right? So she is coming on the podcast. Amazing. I'm yeah. A, I'm up for it. I'm excited. Uh, I, it's, it's weird that we're like doing that. We've already spoken to her. Oh, what? Don't break the mirage. Shit, okay, now, I now sound like a twat. I know you do. Thanks yeah. for that. Sorry, my wife. Lured me into a... What do we talk about today? We talked about sex. We talk about relationships. Sex, we talk about... fans, dogs, dogs uh, bags were bags, a big bit of it. You consistently Chanel. didn't get my shoddy references back to you know the re- recall or whatever you call it yeah and therefore yeah. just made me look stupid um, i thought you were great i thought you were great i said very little but yeah. uh you know what i like that and what i did say i thought was was very impactful so it's always the case yeah yeah all right anything else from you nothing else from me apart from we should probably enter the episode before we do by the way yeah. just want to shout out to our private moments which are out on mondays go listen to those our bonus episodes run on wednesdays and of course our big friday episodes we're getting some great guests coming on and also a big favor it's a big favor to us but a small favor to you if you could just click the subscribe button it's super simple it takes one second you just click it so beggy it's not beggy such a beg it takes one second and do you know what it does it helps people see the podcast it raises up the charts and also we get bigger and better guests let the people do that jesus all right fine i'll leave it there go and check us out on tiktok and instagram and social media youtube watch the full video there Okay, I'll begin the episode. Okay, here's Olivia Atwood. We love you, Liv, on the podcast. Enjoy. Um, I'm Olivia Atwood, a TV personality and now somehow TV presenter. Uh, mildly resemble a baby giraffe. I would never take an open flame anywhere near me. For your own safety. Why did you fart a lot? It's all this. It's a lot of silicone. Um, And yeah, I enjoy the casual drink in binge. Yeah. Well, you've got crypto trader. Crypto, yeah, yeah. Big (laughs) into crypto. crypto. Big into crypto. No, I'm actually the money lender for the trader. (laughs) You're a loan loan shark. Okay, cool. Yes. Liv, I've been trying to get you on the podcast for, I reckon, I reckon 
since you came out of Love Island all those years ago, whenever it was, I reckon I messaged you then, creepily. Potentially, I, I, it's yeah. been a while. We've had a few dates in the diary. Yeah, I'd probably cancel them or something like that, I don't know. <laughs> all right, player. Sorry, dude, whatever, man, fuck it. I just, that, no, I think, yeah, we've tr we have tried. Yeah, because I remember, I, I, I get this weird thing now, because I obviously ask people to come on the podcast and I yeah. message people. And, and obviously, I, I, I would say you and I are buddies. And, and, I, and I don't know, we are buddies because we, yeah. we see each other, we have a really funny time. How are you? You well? Everything good? I'm good. I'm good. Do you, yeah. do you, do you make resolutions for New Year's? Do you do any of that kind of stuff? No, not, not so much. I, well, I've challenged myself. This is very like you know, first world problems, not to buy anything in Jan that I didn't need. I was gonna say if I could go the whole month without buying like clothing or cosmetics. Yeah. I think, I don't know what day we are today, but I, I've done, I'm nearly at the end. I'm like shaking. So you've, you've <laughs> bought nothing. Credit card. <laughs> like, um, yeah, nothing, no clothing, no bags, okay. no accessories. It was like, it was getting just a little bit out of control towards the end of last year. I was like blacking out in Harrods. So I was like, I need to, <laughs> I need to pull this back. <laughs> so that was my one little challenge to myself, but yeah. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. well, well done. I mean, I'm just so well relatable. People like can't heat their fucking houses, and I'm just trying to stay. Out. No, dude, I'm the same. That I have a I have a terrible spending habit. How much do you How much do you think you spend on clothes? Go and give it to. I couldn't possibly ballpark it without passing out <laughs> too much. I do see a lot of what I buy as like investment pieces. Okay, but, you know, if you get the call, don't you, from those bags of waiting list, you're not going to go. Oh, do you know what? There's waiting lists for bags. There's waiting lists for everything what? these days. Dude, I did not that, know this. Is that a thing? I swear to God. Okay, so... So you're waiting for your phone to go. Yeah. Oh my God. That's what happens. You right. go, I, I kid you not. Okay, Livy can spend this better. I cried in Hermes last year in public when they brought out the Mini Kelly. Like, I, they had to get me water. Shut up. I swear oh to God. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, wait, talk us through. So what happens? Go. So there it is. You go. I'm in there with my sales sister, we're chatting away and he's, it's like a whole weird thing. Basically, they can't offer you a bag really that you haven't asked for. So he was going to me, do you want a mini Kelly on your wish list? And I was going, oh, do you know what? I was like, do you know, I don't know because you can't fit much in and, you know, and he was going, are you sure you don't? want one like just think about it and I was like no I am and I was like and they're impossible to get I was like what's the point in putting something on the list that I'm not going to get and he was going oh god she's not working with me here and in the end I went oh do you know what it, it would be obviously be nice to have one and he was like right, wait there and I said why <laughs> shut and up he went, he went don't so he, was like, he was like just wait he was like I'm gonna go downstairs and I was like oh my god downstairs it's happening it's fucking happening and I was like sweating and he was like I'll be back Anyway, he came back and with the box and all the other sales systems. I'd love it if he alive. opened it and it was just empty. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, fuck. I can't believe that. that I love that they play like mind games with you. They're it's like, very are difficult. you sure that, like, what? That's wait, wait, hang on, hang on. So he brought back the Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> the mini Kelly. And it's like this Shit. big, by the way. Shut <laughs> up. You're joking. I can't put my phone in it. It's like this what tiny you use little bag. Just collect your collect your tears. <laughs> Wait, hang on. So this this the little Kelly comes up. Mm. He opens up the box. What color is it? Green. Holy smokes. Limited edition. Get out of like here. a special edition strap. Like there's only he only had one in the store, and you know everyone wanted it. He had the other sales assistants were like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy for you." I was like, <laughs> like you won an award. <laughs> What the hell? What, I, I, I don't want to focus on price, but whatever. How, how much is a mini little Kelly thing? Oh, God. Oh, just who cares? I mean, people can Google it. It's around six. Come on. So it's around six. For a bag that you can't put anything in it. 600. Right? <laughs> Thousand. <laughs> 
But they, I can resell that bag today. Yeah, it's investment. For 28. That's 20... what they're bidding for online. Come the exact on. same bag. Okay. I would uh, never. Now, now I get the tears and the shaking. So it's like an investment. I'll keep hold of it. I'll give it to my child. He will wear it. She will wear it. Someone's going to wear it. Yeah, let's now make it relatable. <laughs> yeah. He, she, whatever. They, I don't know. They, they are wearing they're, it. They're going to wear it. They would appreciate it. I'm with you though. I think those investment pieces are great. I do it with watches. So I, I yeah, same thing. Same thing. And then you get you get on the list and then, you know, but they frown upon you if you if you flip these things. So you have to Oh, hold you're done? It. Is yeah, like, you're out. You're out. Really? It's like, yeah, it's like a special circle. If you're all reselling done and and you'll get and you honestly sometimes you don't even get a call you just go back in <laughs> and, they'll, and they'll honestly be like just ice you yeah they literally just blank you <laughs> we've, we've got something for you they bring out a box and just go like <laughs> get the fuck out of the store that would be so good <laughs> this has actually blown my mind that this goes on it's a form of insanity it's fucking Mate, you, you 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 don't know behind the curtain if you just have a little just peek occasionally a little further okay yeah. i will i went into i it was sophie's um birthday and I, i'm pretty good at buying buying presents for her but she she's she's not very sort of she doesn't really care for that much weirdly um and i was like okay, i'm gonna buy her something so i was like i don't know so i was gonna i'm gonna buy a chanel handbag mm -hmm. the classic chanel handbag nice. never done it before i was like here i go i'm gonna go and do it so i went to harrods went into chanel mm -hmm. and they were like uh, and i walked there and they were like um i was like hi can i uh, i want to buy this bag and they honestly went <clears throat> And I was like, sorry, yeah. if you just sniggered at me, like, like <laughs> what? And, and they, and they said, they said, okay, little man, <laughs> why don't you bring your wallet and try again? Like, yeah, why don't you bring your mommy? <laughs> and I was like, sorry, what the fuck is going on? And they said, listen, why don't you wait an hour and a half? Cause that's how long the queue is. I was like, no one's here. You get given a, a text message. Yeah. So they gave me, a, don't shake your head, what big boy. What is this mad, mad game they play? I don't and like it. So, it's Hunger Games, basically. <laughs> Literally. I got a buzz on my phone and I was like, okay, fine. I ride there and they were like, so it was the classic one. They went, um, uh, what do you want? I want to want this classic bag. Well, obviously the fucking bag. I've been waiting for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. I'm not here for a chat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, I just want the bag. And they were like, oh, it's impossible to get. Oh, no, they didn't. Yeah. They, they and didn't. I was like, you've made me wait an hour and a half for this fucking two second conversation. They such a hard dick they've, over that shit. Of course they do. I reckon they've gone, here's that prick. Honestly. Here's the, that prick off Made in Chelsea. The security <laughs> guard went and had a wank in the back and was literally like, yeah, we've done it again. <laughs> to that another bag. crushed soul and an yeah. unhappy girlfriend <laughs> wanked <Done>. into a <laughs> Chanel bag <laughs> that, that you get. couldn't get yeah anyway wow. we then went to the other Chanel because mm -hmm. uh, he said we there is one over there that someone hasn't collected in three weeks oh that's always the jackpot mm -hmm. so went over there <laughs> why, uh, why didn't they collect it because they're stupid <laughs> they yeah. died of, of anticipation because they don't know the resale of that maybe <laughs> <laughs> so I bought it and flipped it <laughs> <laughs> Never saw it. I didn't, I didn't. Oh my god! I just, imagine she's like Chanel box in the house, and then on Christmas Day, it's like here's the Michael Kors. Mind your own fucking business. That's an investment. Do you know how much I can flip it for? <laughs> Crazy girl. He was outside of Harrods, like haggling people, desperate husbands on Christmas Eve. Chanel classic. Oh my god, going you could in the queue. Kidney. It's yeah, like it's like it. jingle all the way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I was honestly just punching everyone to get this bag. It's so mad. Anyway, I bought the bag. Yeah, and I gave it to Sophie, and uh, she's delighted. She's very, yeah, she's very happy. Aww, she's gosh. very happy. So, so you're so you you have a taste for shopping things. So you like yeah, that. I like it. Yeah, but I think also you being you, 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 I think you work super hard. We we're talking about this before. Yeah, and 
you're successful. So why the hell not? If that's what you want to go and spend, go and freaking do it. Thank you. I know, right? I feel like, like you say, work hard. I don't like spend outside my means. I do sensible stuff with my money as well. And it's like, that's my thing. It's like my hobby. Like you don't judge someone for horse riding or, you know, mm. don't know, jumping out of airplanes, but this is how I get my kick. This is how I get my dopamine. This is how I get my serotonin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is everything to me. That's how I, I mean? drink I it love in. this game. <laughs> Just the tech, see if you can get it, just the whole thing. But I think also, like, I, dude, you are so busy with everything that's going on. And, like, I, I suppose what I find is so awesome <clears throat> from, from my side is you obviously came from Love Island. I, I did main Chelsea things like that. You, 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 you have that kind of thing sometimes, like in Hermes, where people blacklist you straight away. <laughs> they go, see you later. Yeah. You're from this show. I had it for ages. You, I'm sure, had it at certain yeah. times. And it's, I, I love it when you see people break through from that and become mainstream and just kick butt in that area. And that's totally what you're, you're doing now with your documentaries and stuff like that. And I was, Sophie and I, I were so excited. I sent you a message before you went into the jungle. I was like, you're going to kill this. And I was so excited to watch you do it. And then obviously it didn't work out. I, I saw you do interview. What happened there? Honestly, there's like nothing to say that hasn't already been said. Really? I'm still in did, my mind. Did you get, did you get a text? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the worst bit... joke. I, I actually took me a second I, to work like, I was like, from Harrods? I don't yeah, yeah. Really She's guess. like, sorry guys, I've got to leave. They've, <laughs> they've called me up. That's how they should have done it. Yeah. A bit less messy. But I'm, I mean, yeah, it's, it was basically a massive fuck up, really. Like I was in there, everything was fine. They do routine medicals like every two, three days, but they do them like on site with the paramedics with this like equipment that's like, you know, your big hospitals would say, that's like a guideline. Yeah. And we had had a really, really long day. I'm always on like a lower end of blood pressure anyway, cause I'm like tall and slim. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I know they just did all these tests. Well, it was late one evening and I'd only been in main camp for the day and part of the evening and then yeah they just were like they were worried about the results they were like blood pressure's low potassium everything was really low and then they took me to like a local private hospital about sort of 40 minutes away they retested me and they were like we're happy so then we had an overnight debate because the insurance were like, we have these tests saying that they it dropped this low. The hospital was saying, yeah, but those machines sometimes eat, take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah. And their insurance was like, no, because we have this in writing. We couldn't possibly insure her because now we bring it back in and then she faints and hits her head on the log. We have no cover. So it's basically a red tape issue, even though mm. I was fine. Yeah, so that's the worst. That's so annoying. How many tears were there? Oh my God. And like, you bear in mind, I don't cry. Like I'm really, I'm like Cameron Diaz from the holiday. Like just cannot get those tears out. And I cried the whole way back from Australia, the whole flight. I didn't even, the telly even went on. I stared at the ceiling for like, you know, 24 hours crying. But, you know, there was tears from like the exec producer. Like all, all those guys I worked with on Love Island, they were my Love Island producers and they wanted me on yeah the show's so bad and they tried it was a whole night we were all awake all through the night where they tried to see any way they could wangle it then i'd broken the covid bubble and it was like we'd have to quarantine for six days and the format doesn't really support that there was so many issues it was just like when that gets when something like that gets taken away from you yeah because you you basically i i when i did strictly i hurt my foot i did the first year so i got taken yeah i got taken away from me 
it's so strange. It sounds so weird, right? But it's it's career, it's all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're in a dream. You're like, this can't be happening. Yeah, that's like, really what it feels like. Yeah, and you're like, no, I got to wake up now. Come on, let's wake up because it's a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, when they said, look, you're not going to go back in. You, you then straight away you go you go into that bad space mm. right where you just think is that what happened to you is that where you went it's like that thing you say didn't feel real I think because I'd wanted to do the show for so many years it always felt like it was out of my reach because they always were very much like we're not putting love eyes in the jungle they mm. made that really clear so it was kind of like I built it up to be this thing it's a massive thing anyway it's the biggest show on telly but I definitely made it bigger in my mind mm. Um, and then obviously to be in there and then it's like the whole emotional roller coaster. You have like this long 12 day quarantine, no phone, no laptop on your own in a house. So you're isolated, you're already getting homesick. So you were kind of like low there. Then you go in, jump out of a fucking helicopter, adrenaline, like everything goes for the mm. roof, having a good time. And then it's like this crash again. So it was like just the extreme highs and lows over those weeks, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like my, I just couldn't. I could process it. Obviously, I've, you know, get on with it, but it was very hard to process. And I think for, you know, people listening, and I know definitely before I got into this interview, I heard someone, I'd be like, oh, do you know what? Shut up. Like, people are dying. And yeah, of course they fucking are. It's not the biggest thing in the world. There's way more shit going on. Do you know Mm. what I mean? But for me, just personally, in that moment, it's tough. Yeah, it's relative as well. And you know, like you said, it's like Love Island, honestly, I'm never going to be one of those people that turn my back on Love Island. Like, that show you know, opens so many doors for me, it's insane. But also it does shut a lot in a weird way. Because like you say, Mm -hmm. when you come with that reality TV tag, there's a lot of people out there, production companies, you know, PR things that are like, no, no, no. So it's like, you know, to go back and do something mainstream, a family show, and I'm gonna show people that don't know me, I'm not this like airhead, I get my hands dirty, I'll give everything a go. And my thing was like, and now all those people are going to think, I just took one look around and was like, fuck this. Because mm. <laughs> that's what you think, of isn't course, it? That's of what course. everyone thinks. And I was like, <clears throat> I don't think on the whole, most people know that's not true. They saw what I was like in those first couple of apps and they, I was loving it. Um, and I desperately wanted to stay. I would have done anything to stay. So that I think people know that's not the case, but that was obviously the fear that came over me and was like, now I just look like a dickhead. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't, I, I, I totally get you. It's funny, right? With... Um, I always I always talk about why why like I did reality TV. Yeah. And for me, the reason why I obviously lots of reasons, but one of the reasons for doing reality TV was like I I thought, right, if I become some sort of famous, I would get all this validation, all this yeah. love that I've ever wanted, and it would all come to me and it would be all great and everything like that, and people would love me. And it's totally not the case. No. And do you have that? within you where you have a sort of desire to be loved by people as well you I do you think you're a, that kind of thing where you you want people to like you I think for sure I think I think my personality is like drastically split between really not giving a fuck about what people think and then also really we all as humans need validation like that, mm, that feeling mm. of feeling important and I think through years of my upbringing I was so lost of like, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I, you know, I struggled in school. And one of the first memories I have of feeling like validation from people is making people laugh. Whether that was through like being the class clown or just generally behaving like a dick or like, you know, just doing something, Mm. you know, sort of out there and getting that attention was validating for me. So it's like, then reality TV obviously is kind of like, it's a weird beast because it kind of feeds you, doesn't it? That totally. stuff. And it also like 
praise is bad behavior. So the more mm. you act up, the more kind of, mm. you know, people enjoy it and stuff. And so, yeah, I think it was a kind of the transition into reality TV makes sense. When I look back on it now, mm. like how it works for it me. It makes total sense because it's that feedback and it's that entertainment all the time and you can yeah. be yourself and be funny and then you get, but I, I totally get it. And I think, you know, so leaving, because it, I, I suppose, because I know you, right? And you, you're smart, you're witty, you're clever, you're charismatic, all those different things. And so having that chance to, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, we slag you off in the intro, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but you, you did. And so then that being taken away from you and not having mm -hmm. that chance to kind of prove that, it's like, fuck, now people are going to, like you said, think. Yeah. And did you, did you see some of the rumors that people were saying about yeah. you? <laughs> what was the worst rumor that you heard that why you, why you left? Nothing bad there was a bit of like she just didn't fancy it the pregnancy one was the massive one mm. yeah i think i saw that one yeah it was like that was everywhere and you know jumping the, out of being pregnant would be well, we were saying like can you imagine the sun maybe get me out of here like the, the titles of me like pregnant just like and i was like you know it was, and I didn't want people to think I just quit. And we, you know, I was chatting with my agent. And we were like, you know, like late one night after a glass of wine, and we we're going back and forth, like, come on, let's put this to bed. And she's like, "Do you want a baby?" She's like, "How quick could you like get pregnant?" And can we make this? <laughs> 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 How can we spin this? I was like, Brad, I was like, "Have you got an hour tomorrow? Like, can we can we do this?" Yeah. An, hour? Like, oh, it's a <laughs> an hour. It's an hour piece. An hour. An hour to bang out a baby. Yeah. <laughs> In my wildest fucking dreams. Yeah. Five minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, no, I was like, that is stressful. I was like, someone figure it out. So yeah, the pregnancy one was the one that I think people just were just convinced on. And there's a clip apparently I'm waiting for one of the trials I did. I was like rubbing, rubbing my stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think I was probably gonna shit myself. That's not a baby. It's not a baby, but it is something <laughs> brewing. Is it? Is it nerve wracking there? Yeah. It is. It's it like, it's, yeah, it's art. How awkward time. is it when you have to see people for the first day? Like, oh, hi. And do you recognize everyone? Or you're like, fuck, who the no, hell? No, I didn't recognize everyone, but I obviously <laughs> pretended to. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Oh my God, I love you. Like, you don't want to be that, like, that dick that's like, you know, oh, who are you? And it's like someone really credentialed. With, like, I loved you on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. So just, like, kept quiet until they started doing a bit of talking. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you on that thing, like. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I think I think when you come from like being that because the thing about sort of reality TV which people don't realize mm. is that you have to make every single scene entertaining you're put yeah. into every scenario and you can't just talk about the weather you have to make it yeah. fun and so something like I'm a celebrity is just teed up perfectly for that yeah. because you just have to be fun and feisty in each different one yeah it's like it was felt very when we started filming this stuff it felt very easy like natural like do you know what I mean when you've done that kind of telly yeah. like you won't it's the 
And I hate saying this. It makes people think, oh, so it's all fake. It's not fake at all, but you know, like self-producing. Like yeah. I'm not going to go in there and just sit on a rock and just stare into like the sky. for. Th- oh no, it's telly. Like, <laughs> like Gollum. Ch- yeah, we'll chat to people. Like, I wish just- you would do yeah, that. That would have been quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> just don't move each day. I should have done that when the fucking medic came round. I'm not here. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, I'm a rock. You can't see me. <laughs> They wow. got rid of Bob and they brought in someone new and he had it in for me. He was like, you, let's no. go. I, back I, either. You don't have to say anything, but I have a, I have a suspicion they're going to take you back in. Who knows? But I just, I don't, I, but I just, I, I would, I would expect. Do you that, work for? I work for ITV, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually work for ITV. You're doing, you're doing the bag thing. Well, yeah. What's <laughs> the bag thing? Check, check your <laughs> phone. You're going to get a text. Uh, what, what the hell's the bag the thing? The Hermes, you know, the suspense. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Jesus, it's not that hard I don't know if you're making like a Love Island joke or an Hermes. I don't know what's going what's the, on here. What's a bag reference to Love Island? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do you, do you, um, do you have sometimes where you, because people, to haven't met you, don't know you, they just know you for something like oh, Love Island and they presume you're a certain way. Mm. Does that irritate you now or are you over it? No, it doesn't irritate me. Like it, no, look, Love Island, I was very different for what? And I hate when people say that, but I, I was, you know, I was like six years ago. I'd had like three or so four young. breakups back to back before I went in there. I was all fucking worked up over nothing. And like, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, and I was very, you know, explosive and unfiltered which is half of the reason everything has gone great art since but obviously you know at times a little bit unsavory i see little clips back and i'm like oh i just could have took had a sit down a cup of tea and just chilled out for a sec i was like a bull in a fucking china shop just like raging around this garden just literally i would take on anyone that like locked eye contact with me for more than like a few seconds i don't know what my problem was And obviously there was 24 hours in a day. So I had a lot of fun. I have great memories from Love Island, but obviously if for like half an hour, I'm going to scream, obviously that's going to go in the edit. So I think people think, oh, you're just this miserable, like cold, abrasive bitch. And I'm like, actually I am, but it's only 5% of the day. (laughs) And the other time I'm actually quite nice. So I feel like that's the thing I get the most when I meet people and they're like I just don't think that's warm you're warm and I'm like yeah I defrosted like four years ago I don't I don't think that's the case I wouldn't say that when I watched did you watch that I didn't I didn't see it it depends on like watch it do you know what I mean I think Mm. like it's it's how you (laughs) interpret that do you know what I mean like I think my dynamic with me, with Chris and I, like he played his role very well. And I, I fell into my role being the villain. And he was like, the, you know, the, the baby. Fuck, was like people just, do it. They, yeah, they, you you fall into these roles. And it happens. And the story, and it's not like anyone pulled us to one side. I'm like, you're the villain. It, it just happens naturally. That's and what's then, so weird about reality TV, yeah. especially now as well. Because people have like, they've seen it, right? So they've, brought, yeah. they've been brought up with it. So now these guys that go on it, they're like self-producing themselves so much. It's quite freaky. Yeah, it is. Like, like the kids on made in chelsea say kids it makes us sound really old (laughs) but like towards towards the end it was like it was a completely different kind of version do you know what i mean like people were really self man i was playing a complete i mean you were always self-producing yourself from the beginning (laughs) yeah i just i just script yeah yeah yeah. yeah, honestly writing it the night before yeah like ernest hemingway (laughs) hemingway (laughs) hemingway (laughs) (laughs) but honestly was yeah by the end because i was just like well this i don't know 
but it's tough. It, it, it's 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 hard on. I think it's hard on the soul, especially mm. something. Mm. And I don't really want to like dwell on Love Island because I think you know you're. That was ages ago for you. But being in a hot house for like mm. eight nine weeks or something like that, doing any kind of thing, that's intense it's on the mind. Really intense. Like like I say, I honestly, genuinely, and I I don't speak for other people when I say this. My experience was great. I had a great time. It was a lot of fun, and I look back on it with really, like I laugh when I think about memories from being in there, but it is tough. Like you, what is 10 weeks we did on mine and like you just no contact on the outside. And obviously you're in relation, you're dating someone you just met. They're like, here you go. You're going to share a bed. You're going to brush your teeth together, go for a shit together. Like it's very intense. Mm. And now, and then we're going to play games, you know, and that's what you sign up for. So I do think, you know, people going forward, it's like, if you don't think you're up to it, don't fucking do it. Like don't yeah, do no it ways. and then be like, oh my God. And then they send him to Casa and more. It's like, well, you know that because you've watched it for four mm. years. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, I was fully up for it, but it is tough. And it, you definitely, you know, my personality, like I definitely struggled, I guess, with the freedom aspect and, you know. I Feeling if you're trapped yeah, at any so point. I just wanted like half an hour to go to Zara and just like mooch around and just let like, you know, just cool <laughs> off. But you just don't get that. Do you know what I mean? You, you, you hey, we're, we're bros in this area. You've got ADHD. Yes. Yeah, how does how does yours manifest itself? Um, it's changed over the years. Um, to be honest with you, I mean, at school it was I was hyperactive. Yeah, nightmare. Like seriously impulsive. I do do like some weird shit at school. Like what? What would you What would you do? Just do dumb shit. Like you know, like I remember being in art class and there was like a pot of paint on the edge, like that at the table, and I was just looking at it and I just went, fuck off. And then it just went everywhere. And the teacher was like, the hell are you doing? And I was like, I was like crying. And I was like, it told me to. So that kind of shit was exhausting, to be fair. I, have, I told do you, you this story before. Do you have ADHD? Yeah, yeah. I, I got diagnosed when I was a kid. I got diagnosed when I was a kid, um, maybe like th- 12 or something mm. like that. And I just forgot about it. I just yeah. didn't think about it. And then when I went to school... Um, I had my English teacher said to me and I was like all over the place and he, he said and I went oh sir I have ADHD and he went no you know Jim you're just stupid and I went what the fuck and then I went maybe I am <laughs> maybe I'm just uh, makes sense. I'm just stupid but it's hectic and so yeah. I, I remember I had it where my friend was it was it I can't, James James Lease was sitting in front of me and I had my pen like that and I just saw the top and I had an ink cartridge and I just went this just threw it threw it and on it went all over his back and I was like yeah, what have yeah. I just done He's like it's like these weird like ticks yeah. and things like that the problem though with ADHD yeah. which I have um it, it's a superpower in lots of ways mm-hmm. but also it leads to like anxiety yeah. and things that do you do you, and also dealing with you know coming out of the jungle whatever it is you, how do you deal with anxiety and things? Like you say, and the Love Island thing again with the way I was in there, when I mentioned about ADHD, I never use ADHD for an excuse for bad behaviour. No way. If I say something that's out of line and it's out of line, but it's the impulsivity that like you know that makes good TV. Because like I'd say mm. things, and I still do it now, a lot less because I have a lot more like coping mechanisms, but I'd say things. And then 10 minutes later, I'd be like, oh, I didn't mean that. Like it's like word vomit, you know, like the impulsivity kind of, presents itself in that way um and I guess it's like that I think everyone's quite used to this saying now it's like that feeling of having like a hundred tabs open on a computer and that's what Mm. the brain's like Mm. so when I'm really busy 
I have to be so insanely organised mm. to cope. Mm. And that's how I've always been since I was a kid, actually. So some people with ADHD, they're just like very messy and they just kind of live in the mess and the chaos. I've always overcompensated. Like I was the only 12 year old, like, you know, colour coordinating my wardrobe. And my mum was like, were oh, you? She's a serial killer. You like, were doing that as a my kid. My teddies were like lined up. Like I knew where everything was. When I used to come in my room after school, I would be allowed to see that like, corner of my eye that fucking someone's moved my picture frame. Like I could, I knew my sister had been in my room, wow. like a spidey sense, like an ADHD mm. sense. I'm like, white t-shirt number four. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like, yeah, that was Jesus. my coping mechanism. That helped me. It's a feeling of getting some control, isn't it? Mm. When everything feels Absolutely. out of control, you find your way. And it's like with ADHD, it's like, you know, people with ADHD have way higher you know, risk of getting into addictions, things like that, because sure. it's just finding a way of coping, whether mm. that's, through alcohol, through being obsessively organized, through, you know, medication, whatever. Just, but my thing is that being is, organized and that's how I keep her control on it. It's funny you say about organization. Sophie, my Sophie has, um, she has that like insane cleaning and leading up to our wedding, she's been, she's so anxious about everything mm. that all she's doing is cleaning all the time. Yeah. And I know it's like, why is she cleaning? She's just cleaning everything. And she had that as a kid. It's a sense of control. Is she ADHD? Mm. She she has something and she's actually she getting, something. she has something freaking intense. Um, <laughs> but she is getting tested for it now because yeah. she, hers is, it's all about control. Yes. I don't need control so much, but you obviously have yeah, that. Yeah, I struggle definitely. Like, you know, and it's hard, especially in this industry, like you guys can definitely relate. It's like making documentaries, reality TV, whatever. The scheduling is always so ad hoc and interchangeable mm. and is still struggle with it big time. Like, you know, like when it's like tomorrow I'm shooting, but it's like, oh, start time TBC. And I'm like, it's not gonna fucking work for me. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know, I need to visualize my day. Like, and I obviously just have to get on with it. And that's the way this TV works. But yeah, I need that. I need that's to see great. laid out on a week, how it's gonna be. Diary, you put it all in then you feel so much better. And I do everything handwritten. I'm the only person walking around 2023, the handwritten diary, just because I feel like that's another little ADHD thing that I think, well, one, the screen time, you know, doing that yeah. social yeah. off the fucking chart. So anything to like bring me off screen helps. And I just, writing things down helps and then crossing them off, you know? That, like, physica that physicality definitely yeah. is better. The only thing is I used to freak out that I was gonna lose the book. And then it's like, then it's like the world's oh ended. God. I'm like, yeah, yes, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's my book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's my book. That's, I'm gonna say that. That's a really interesting thing because she started doing that, but that's discipline. Because, because, yeah. because also it's sort of juxtaposing. Because that's uh, you would you would expect there's a lot of lack of discipline, but actually you've got a lot of discipline yeah. there to kind of do that. Or maybe that's taught yourself and learnt that that you have to do that. I've always been quite disciplined. Really? Yeah. I don't. I'm not really sure why. I did a lot of competitive sport when I was a young kid, so I don't know if it came through that. I've you were always, at Cranley, weren't you? Yeah. I, the headmaster of Cranley was his name, Mr. Heinrich. No. I had Guy Waller. Oh, I, I, I dated uh, a, a daughter of someone who... <laughs> you can see you dated him. I dated him for a bit, yeah. <laughs> I dated him when I was younger. Your school <laughs> yeah. career is a lot more interesting yeah, yeah, than mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dated him. Um, <laughs> were you a nightmare at school? Because you must have been like the hot girl that everyone was trying to hook up with. Surely that. And you were fun and energetic and alpha as well. Obviously, I'm not going to describe myself as that because that would be vomit inducing. <laughs> I know. But I that. feel like. As I said it, I kind of half panicked within myself that I had just said it. And I'm like, yeah, you've just, that's perfect. Yeah, that, you just nailed it right there. That was me. Everyone wanted me. Hey, were you at school with me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
didn't realize you meant to crown me. When you were dating the master, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that hot chick who's really alpha and just <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I feel go. like possibly in other people's opinion, I had aspects oh. of that, but I was, I was, I don't know, I was kind of also having a, a weird edge. I think like with the ADHD and the kind of uh, being a little bit unpredictable. I think, yeah, I think maybe some people. Someone's a fucking freak, but like, were you yeah. goofy? Maybe it's goofy, right? I wasn't. It don't, it don't really turn into goofy. I don't know. I could. That's a little bit unpredictable. I think. I don't know. Insecure. I, do you know what? Not insecure during school. Thank God. Not that I really remember. Thank God, because obviously, like that is that is the Hunger Games, isn't it? Yeah. Like, then you're in, schools, in trouble. Jesus Christ! Like you know, only the strong survive. Quite literally. Mm. So you've either when you go into those like. Board, like all schools, but I do think like private boarding schools are a different level of like, yeah. you've either got to get in the ring or, you know. Dude, it's crazy. We had that at my school. It was, it was wild. It was tough, yeah. yeah you, you're basically wearing armor all the time. Yes. Let's freaking go and fight. And if you're not going to survive, you're out. And the, board, the boys' houses are like, it's different. The girls' boarding houses, all psychological warfare. Mm. You know, let's just make, rip each other down. And then the boys' all like physical, like, I'm going to force like my roommate to eat his own shit. You know, like that was like, it wasn't <laughs> I used best. to love that game. It was so good. Right. <laughs> we used to, I used to, we used to play this game where we had like basins in our like, sinks in our room and you'd go we'd go and pee into the sink <laughs> wow put the plug in pee into the sink take the u-bend out and go fire and take the u-bend out yeah, yeah, and so sorry, they were, were, you a, were you a plumber yeah. that's really yeah, impressive yeah. sorry just take that u-bend out <laughs> you know so they'd run into the room go oh put the hand in the sink so they go pull it out and it'll fall on the floor there was a kid at my school he got paid 40 quid to pick his shit out of the loo <laughs> and <laughs> rub it all over his chest Oh. And, and they didn't even pay him. <laughs> so, and that was a funny part. Yeah, yeah. And you can't bring trading standards or like, no, you, you know, can't. employment court for that. Can't say anything. Oh, they didn't pay me for my shit rubbing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you didn't pay me. Yeah, I'll be you seeing you. I'll be seeing you in court. Made <laughs> one guy at my school, a guy called Charlie, stand in the common room, which is like this room in the dark all day. And whenever any came in, he just had to go, hello. <laughs> What? Had to do what Chad is doing. No, you had to. He was told to do it. They said they had cameras in the room watching him. <laughs> it's terrible. So oh no, it is. Really it's terrible. Bad, isn't it? it is quite. But bad. did but school? What were you, were you like as a kid? Because you you have sisters, right? Yes. So my sister, who's just a year younger than me, she's like alpha, alpha. Was like captain of the netball team. Just what I say. Actually, she was like your textbook popular. You know, really like good at studies. You would never look her directly in the eye. Terrifying. Really? Was terrifying. We actually were the first sisters in Cranny School history to have separate boarding houses because we couldn't be in the same boarding really? house. Cause Why? We would have killed each other. <laughs> like literally. We were like, yeah, we're friends now. But, and we had moments of being friends. We were very different. This is my thing is like, I was, I should have been her, but then I was a bit more like, oh, if someone was like, oh, do you want to go and get stoned? Like underneath the like cricket covers. I'd be like, yeah. So I was a little, I was like that with a little bit of grubby edge. You know? mm. um, I was always looking for something to get in trouble with. She was just happy, like being, you know, a bitch and really netball and yeah. So we were kind of different. Are you competitive? Different. Is there like competitive stuff going on there or no? Uh, yeah, I guess a bit, but then we were always kind of different, you know. So maybe a bit. Yeah, it's hard to. I don't know. I was kind of just doing my own thing. I was in my own little world really through school years. 
Um, and I literally just fucked around so much. In the end, they banned me from boarding and I had to be a day <laughs> Keep going home. Are you serious? Being deadly serious. But did you, I always find this interesting, especially at schools that first heartbreak, was it at school? Um, or maybe you haven't been heartbroken. No, I have. I have <laughs> detached from quite a Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you having a moment? <laughs> having a moment right now. Suddenly having a moment. The therapies work so well. I'm actually trying to just like... <laughs> yeah. to Where is it? Yeah. 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 I can't even access it. You can open that door and bring it back up for us right now. That'd no, be great. I, uh, no, I think I, I definitely may broke some hearts. Sorry. But no, I didn't... No, I, none of my school relationships I felt any type of way about, to be honest. Really? It, it was a little bit later until I really like invested mm. in a boy. Oh, do you know what? I, I was kind of late in that area. I think it surprised people. Like, I, like, you know, lost my virginity, started dating at the same stupidly young age everyone else did in How schools. old were you at that point? At 15, maybe. Yeah. 15, 16, which, you know, at the time I felt like I was an adult. But I look back now, I was a fucking kid, really. Kid? Like, kid. And I just did it because I wanted to be like everyone else. And I, half the boys I dated, I didn't even have that much interest in them. I was a bit like, I'd rather be with my friends. Really? Yeah, just like, I don't find boys quite boring. I had like, I was a little bit scared of penises for a while. I was a bit like, <laughs> you're directly looking at you, you're like, it's like looking at me. Like. And and also when you're that age, <laughs> speaking of a boy point of view, there is no foreplay. It is oh, it's literally like it's, going. it's like snog and then straight to finger. Like it's like there and is like fingering is an aggressive activity. Like it is so you are not horse riding the next day. But forget that. And that was one of my favourite sports. <laughs> What fingering? Oh. <laughs> it is. You have to get a note for horse riding. It's yeah. a very private school humour. Yeah. Oh yeah, I had uh, two o'clock horse riding. Well, I just got fingered last night in the in the football bit. Aggressively in the foot with no lube. <laughs> and I'm sure he hadn't cut or washed his fingernails since oh, he left yeah, home yeah. <laughs> from the summer holidays. So I also need to see the nurse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh god mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.